Good morning. Thank you so much for being here at LifeBridge Church. We're so happy to see the new faces, the regular faces. We gather as we value being in community. That's important to us. If you like to get more connected, My LifeBridge Church is a great place uh, to get connected online at lifebridge.church up there, forward slash my. You can also re-register your kids for the school there at the site under the kids tab as well as oh, there's a resource page we just added and sign up to serve for the coming school year. Thanks for your giving. You can do that online and it supports not just our LifeBridge community but also our global and our local partners. You can learn more about our global and local partners on the cards in the lobby. I'm Jamie Cook and I'm the Kids Ministry Director here. Today, I'm going to share a story with you as stories bond and create connection, and I hope to share uh, the vision behind LifeBridge Kids and the love for the next generation. I wrote it down because I wanted to get it right. As I was reflecting on what I spoke about last Sunday in announcements, I said, we value kids and the next generation here at LifeBridge. And I sat there and I analyzed what I had said and really thought about it, as a good enneagram one does. And I thought, how can I communicate the love we have here at LifeBridge Church and its story? This morning, I was holding the magnet on my refrigerator that we sent out to friends and family as we were in the process of planning LifeBridge Church. At the time, Adam and I were newly married. We had our first child. She was only one. In the picture on the magnet, you see three kids. Adam and I were shoulder-tapped to be part of LifeBridge's plant. We were asked to make a commitment of two things. One, to pray faithfully for Burlington's area, to stir the hearts in those who are not connected into community or in their faith. Second, we were asked to simply be present, serve, meet people, help for one year. That's what we did. We showed up eager to help. We were both involved in our jobs and our communities and in coaching, but we felt this need for our church community where God was calling us. We signed up to serve in the nursery on a rotation and Adam and Seth Barr designed kids ministry lessons out of for around Disney movies as we were in the movie theater. They even wrapped in some Frozen in there. As we quickly grew in our next generation, Adam was asked to find a curriculum to purchase. As we knew that we needed, more kids were coming up, we needed something for the next generation of elementary students. And we wanted a good fit for LifeBridge Church. This is where we learned about orange. Why orange? What is orange? Well, orange is the light of the church, yellow. The heart of the family, red. Two combined influences are greater than one. LifeBridge Kids is not here to replace you. LifeBridge Kids is simply here to be in your corner, to be a resource, to stack adults in your kids' favor, and to support you, to connect faith, on a Sunday morning with leaders sharing the same truths that you are at home. As Adam was got excited about learning about this thing, I wasn't really checked in about it. Well, we had a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and a brand new baby. Yep, we were busy. But as we talked more about it, we went to another church to see this amazing curriculum in action. Something shifted though. God lit a fire in both of us as we saw how important it was. We walked into this new church. I was frustrated because I like routine. It was disrupting our Sunday routine. But one, we met many smiling faces. I was apprehensive about checking in our brand new baby, but the volunteer said, I'm so excited to spend time with your child this Sunday. And I instantly handed him over. (laughs) 
I don't know, it just put me at ease. And on the car, ward, car ride home, Nora just kept talking and restating the bottom line, the specific, simple truths that were talked in her environment. I remember speaking with the person who gave us a tour of their environments, and I had asked them, this is all amazing, you're a much bigger church, but we're small, we're a plant. What is one thing that you wouldn't sacrifice and, or skimp on? He said, leading small. Leading small is simply doing for a few that you wish to do for many. That's why we have weekly leaders show up consistently over time to demonstrate the love of God to help students develop authentic faith. Can you imagine your favorite coach or teacher? Hey, he said, hey, it's so great being here. I won't be here the next three weeks, but I'll be back soon. How would that affect or change the dynamic of your classroom, your teammates, your culture. That's why we value so deeply having weekly, uh, weekly leaders at best that so we can. I still remember the day when we sat in the Thorngate's home with a handful of volunteers that had done amazing work creating space so far from scratch from, to get going and wanted to help. As we prepared the summer, fall quickly rolled around. We asked big. We know it's a big ask. People made a commitment to serve weekly and bi-weekly for one school year. Leaders came, early services for volunteers, and then served during the main service. I think back to those times, trying to clean up the movie theater Sunday mornings, trying to keep my kids from eating late-day-old candy from the ground, sticky floors, coffee in a Mr. Coffee Maker, spaces with homemade uh, and hand-sewn baby gates, a Packer game getting turned on before the last kids were picked up from kids' ministry on a Sunday morning. Those were beautiful times, but I'm so grateful for the growth of LifeBridge community. It wouldn't be good if we were still in the same season. So many new faces, so many new kids here today. I share this story, though, to help you understand our history of LifeBridge kids. Oh, I wasn't going to cry. Um, we have leaders who invested and served for seasons and then moved on to new roles that God had called them into. Our coaches and myself have learned so many, so much along the way and continue to keep that mindset of growing to create a great experience for your kids and your families. Oh. Um, as we invested and served along so many leaders the past seven years, I want to share the wins we've seen because I had the inside scoop. I've seen new moms get to drop off their babies for the first time and have a moment to pause and breathe and be loved on in this sanctuary and by you. Leaders messaged me how they were having a really challenging day at work and they got to thinking about the bottom line that they taught in the preschool room and it helped them through that hard day at work. As a parent, my kids have adults stacked in their favor. Another adult that is simply in their corner and in mine, loving them on a hard Sunday morning sometimes caring about what they care about, too. We've had student leaders this year, past year. They experienced the love of a weekly consistent leader and now served also giving that to the next generation that's younger than them. We had five students do that last year. Happy mail being sent from our leaders for birthdays and holidays. Newer attending people serving and building friendships with other leaders in the room they served with. Team time. We take time to pray as a team and check in. We aren't always seen in our job or in our communities, 
But if you're open and willing, your team supports you truly, and we care for each other. Some of you might be thinking these few things I'm going to go over. Maybe you're thinking, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a place in my faith, and I'm, but I'm not in ready to serve. I challenge you to set that aside. I'm not asking for Bible scholars. I'm simply asking for loving adults to invest and show up. Maybe you're thinking, I have done my time and passed that, passed that season. I challenge you to fight that comfort. Yes, we are here to worship and grow, but there is a place and a piece of us that God has designed us to serve. Or maybe you're thinking, I'm not great with kids. They're not my thing. Well, I challenge you to fight that. Guess what? Here at LifeBridge, we have a lot of kids. They're watching you, grown-ups. They're listening. They're seeing how you're walking the walk of your faith, even if you're not serving in kids' ministry. I don't think I'm ready to make the commitment. I challenge you to really pause on this one. If you are brand new at LifeBridge, take time to make sure you want to call LifeBridge home. But if I were to ask you, do you call LifeBridge home? If your answer is yes, I push you to pray deeply on how you are a part of this community here. I think about our home of six. Yes, I could run, do the laundry and make the meals and keep the ship running, but is it really a family running well as a unit if I take on everything myself? Just as we are here in this church community. Maybe it isn't serving in kids ministry this year. Maybe it's getting plugged into the connection team, the prayer team. Maybe it's simply filling out the impact profile, which we'll be talking about in September, stay tuned, to help give somebody a ride, to bring a meal when they need it. Or maybe it's simply, while you are here in these chairs or in these hallways, that you're really intentional about getting to know the person next to you's name and remembering it. I can't decide for you. God has gifted each of us individually to love and serve in our community, local and global. Sometimes we're pushed to serve beyond our comfort zone for a season to get to what God has for us next, a relationship, a spiritual growth, or belonging. So I just simply ask you to take that. I hope that the story connects to you and gives you some clarity of why we do what we do here. I ask you if you feel that nudge to get plugged in, get connected, you can go to lifebridgekids.church um, or connect with me in the hallways. I'm really excited to also bring up a special friend. I believe she's here. Lindsay, are you out there? Hi, Lindsay. So I'm not just going to talk, we're not going to just talk about today, our local in the, in the house there's community serving and how we can love, but also a community partner. We're going to bring up Lindsay, the director of Hulu House. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for the opportunity to just share with you guys a little bit more about the Hlu House and how God is working in us down in Cape Town. Um, and just a bit of a background, the Hlu House was founded firstly as a children's home and then a community outreach and a sustainable farm project. So we run after-school programs that teach kids agricultural skills, life skill development, educational support, and our newest program is a dance and drama program. And then additionally, we are on a mission to be a semi-self-sustainable organization, which means that we would like to be semi-self-funded. And 
I was thinking about a question that was asked the other day about how have we seen God's faithfulness in our lives? And I think that I don't always see that, but thankfully I have a group of people and majority are in this room that point me back to that and help me just open my eyes to God's goodness, even though it might be a season where I feel a bit lost or it's not the way I would have done it, but God's plan is much bigger than mine. And in May, we celebrated our five-year anniversary of our doors opening. And like I said in the beginning, I went down to Cape Town as a 19-year-old with this idea that I would just love kids and they would be in my home and I would raise them and we would live this big, happy family life. But um, in December of last year, God really put on my heart and the heart of our board this idea of sustainability and stability. And through that, God opened a series of doors that allowed our kids, which are now all teenagers, to, to utilize their skills that they were taught and, and were given to, to work on their relationships with their biological families. And in December last year, all of, all of those kids were reintegrated back into their families and were all reunited, which is a, it's a celebration in itself. And I didn't see it that way. I spent a lot of time talking to our awesome board members about how that's not what I planned. I planned that I would raise them and they would be with us forever, but God's plan was so much bigger. And it's been such a blessing now that I shifted my mindset and saw this as God's faithfulness, that those kids are able to have good and deep relationships with their families. And me and Darren, my husband, are able to step more into that mentorship role when they come on weekends and school holidays instead of that primary caregiver role. And it's been amazing to watch God work in our kids' lives and those values that we instilled with them of serving others and opening their hearts to others and watching them be that light in a very dark community. And when I look at the farm, we are now 11% sustainably funded um, for the past few months, which is amazing. And we've been able to sell our pork products to the families that we serve at a lower price, and then they resell it to create their own businesses and support their families while supporting our organization and the kids' programs that they have. And then we recently just partnered with the city of Cape Town to teach other farmers all across the city about the idea of a circular economy where nothing on farms ever go to landfills. So that's a huge uh, chunk and a huge bite that we've taken off, but God's faithfulness is in all of that. Because in those big moments of change, God has been at the center of it. And as Darren goes and collects all of the wet waste from restaurants all across the city, he's able to minister and pray and be with family members who their whole livelihoods are based off of their agricultural and in order for them to get pig food for their families, they have to be sober and they have to be willing to show up and they have to be willing to work for it, which has been awesome because we have a good group of guys that show up every day and every day they're sober and every day they're willing to hear about God and pray with them and just be with them. So it's super awesome to be here. And I've had the privilege of, of standing here and seeing God's faithfulness in our organization because last year our programs wouldn't have been able to run if I had taken six weeks to come visit people. And now I can stand here and watch our awesome staff create new programs and host amazing events that honor and cherish people. And 
it's been such a blessing and, and such a, a test of God's faithfulness that, that he has helped us guide this storm. And though the direction is a bit different, it's been amazing to see that. So I encourage you guys to just pray for us as we are navigating this new, new change and allow God to be at the center of that. And then if you feel called, come serve with us, come volunteer with us. We always are looking for new people. So thank you so much. <laughs>